Your cousin's kind of hot. <laughs> Which one? The yes. hot one. I don't know. The one that you thought was hot. <laughs> I never thought my cousin was hot. That's a lie. <laughs> what the That's fuck? a lie. What the fuck? We're, yeah, this is uh, straight into the podcast. Do I, do, I think, do I think a couple of my cousins are cute kids because they're fucking young? Yes. No. Whoa. They're, they're not young anymore. They're not young anymore. They're still young to me. <laughs> I'm gonna just cut. I have a girlfriend. Take this slander out of my, out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just cut it so that way it's oh, just like minute. really poorly edited, Mike, where it says, "I like my cousins because they're I like my little cousins because they're," and it's just gonna be like a cut and then it says hot. <laughs> Don't do that to me. You got to make it like poorly edited. Though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I think a couple of my cousins are uh... everyone welcome back into another episode of making the walk today is the 5th of august i feel like summer is just flying past us right now it's kind of absurd like i'm not ready for it to be cold again i'm not ready for you're just you lighting your fall candles already no dude i thrive in the winter (laughs) the other voice you're hearing there is mike rosha mike how you feeling feeling pretty good i'm in covid protocols um although i've been negative the past three days so I think I'm good. You also, I mean, probably had something to do with the fact that, uh, you know, maybe spent a little bit of time at a, uh, you know, some music festival this weekend. Yeah, but here's here's I I, I told Alex, but I'll tell you. So last Friday is when I came into contact with this person. They, my job, shout out my job, was not worried about the two hundred thousand people I just spent the weekend with. They were worried about someone that I sat next to for five minutes. But I get it. Like, I, I understand the whole protocol and everything like that. But, yeah, so it's been fun to deal with all week. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where, like, companies had to kind of draw a line somewhere. Yeah, they have to. I mean, I get it. It's just, like, like I feel like the guidelines change again, too. They change. I feel like they're always changing. Yeah, I think they are, too. But, I mean... I get to go back tomorrow because I have my negative test. I still feel fine. Tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's my company's picnic, so uh, I get to oh. go in. I get to go in tomorrow. I get to air quotes here. You can't see it because we're podcasting. Good, good podcasting. Clean the lab, <laughs> <laughs> and then we go outside for the rest of the day. Have a picnic, you know, do some lawn games. I'm out of there by like two p.m. Jeez, can I come work for you guys tomorrow? Um. No. How about this? You can tomorrow if next Monday you want to come in and run my my test plates for me. Um, is it hard? Um, <laughs> uh, it sounds hard. <laughs> I'm definitely. I don't, this won't help, but I'm one of the dumber people there. <laughs> well, it's it sounds like it might not be the hardest thing that you do, but it sounds like it's the most annoying thing that you do. It's the only thing I do. Okay, so it's definitely the hardest thing. I do. Okay, Alex is finishing up typing out. Um, yeah, a little just, bit of our just making our, some last second adjustments, just so that we know some topics we can you know touch on. Just a little bit of our our, our outline here. So now he's gonna go downstairs and complain to my parents that he does everything for the podcast because I have been. Oh, it's a bad. Bad. 
my parents at fucking lunch last week were like or yeah last week at lunch were like why does your brother do everything i was like what the hell are you guys talking about they're like he definitely does everything for the podcast like i know he does everything for us. i'm like hang on first of all first of all this kid had nothing to do in the beginning my computer crashed and now he's editor-in-chief he got promoted all right and they were like, oh, yeah, that was just your way of getting to work. No, my computer crashed. and almost ruined the file. Jeez. Throwing Andrew came. under the bus to your parents. No, no yeah, really? he, I don't think he threw. I don't think I, I don't think Alex actually threw hit me under the bus. My parents just truly think I'm that fucking lazy. No, I. OK, I'm going to be honest with you. There was one night where I was like frustrated as shit doing like the editing and stuff like that and i just told him like look like i'm doing the editing like i'm fucking doing all this shit Uh, you're doing all this shit that's the only thing you have to do (laughs) (laughs) i was just mad because the editing was being slow and i was getting pissed and so i told him about it and i say yeah fucking andrew threw the editing (laughs) on me (laughs) if you want to be pissed at if you want to be pissed at anyone be pissed at mike guy doesn't do any research now he doesn't do any hey, it, it's been, it's been a, a, a long couple of weeks. Okay. I don't want to long couple right of weeks. Now. He hasn't, hasn't done shit. I've been Wait. preoccupied with fucking Did you say work, I'm gonna kill you. No, no, not work. Uh, other shit. Huh? Well, I mean, I guess COVID protocols have to do with work, but <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see any of the fights on Saturday. What do you want from me? I, it's hard for me to like get in the zone when I'm not present. This, and this Saturday, I'm going to miss everything again because I have to go to a fucking birthday party. No, no, no. no. So, uh, so, wait, so now, so you get a girlfriend now and you just, you just don't, you don't care about us anymore? Oh is my God, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> you know, they say, they say statistically, when you get a girlfriend, you lose two close friends. Guess how many co-hosts you have? Two? Oh my goodness. We're not close wow. friends. We're his best friends. Yeah, we're best friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what the statistics said. Difference. Just what it said. So now he's not even watching the UFC. You know. I, okay. Uh, sorry. I literally didn't have phone service until two in the morning. <laughs> I did that made me so mad. My phone worked until 3 p.m. and then it did not work again until I got home. I had to turn my phone on and off. Did you like, uh did you at least enjoy yourself? No, yeah, I had a I had a lot of fun. It was a, it was a fun weekend. Good. Um, I don't know if I'm going back. Maybe we'll let's see. <laughs> oh jeez, I feel like like what age? If we're if we're having like like debatable topics here, like what okay. age is too old to be at a Saturday Lala? Oh, I would What's say cutoff. Sunday is different than Sunday. Absolutely, Sunday I... Sunday is definitely more of like the chiller day. Mm-hmm. Like they're really you you when you walk around that day you will see people of just about all ages. Mm-hmm. I'd say and the cutoff. I'm gonna go every day here. Thursday <laughs> and Friday. I'm gonna say the cutoff is has to be 24. Really? Yeah. Even I Thursday. Don't... I feel like Thursday isn't that well, big of dude, a deal. Do you not like that? That's my thing. More like where you are in life, like in terms of obligations and like shit you have to do. I guess that makes sense, but like also. You think about like people who are like middle aged and fairly successful. You just take that. You can take those. Yeah, yeah, on. that's a good point too. I don't know. I'm just going off like probably what I would do. Twenty four. Saturday, I'm gonna say thirty. It, it's a weekend. <laughs> it's it's a weekend. <laughs> I like how he included himself. You should have just said your age and be like, "This is it. 
No, no. Yeah, I'm not going to say this is it. Dude, it was fun. I'm not going to say this is it. Sunday, I want to say, like, there's no age range. Like, I know parents that go on Sunday. I know parents that go all four days. I know like, parents that Jesus go. Jesus Christ. They dude. go on Sundays, and they get absolutely just blazed. Dude, so <laughs> they serve fucking wine bottles. And then they sit. So, obviously, this is my first time. I had no idea what to expect. I thought everything was literally on top of each other. It's way more spread out than I thought it would be. And obviously everything's super expensive, but a bottle of wine is like the same price as a beer. Not a full size bottle. It's a little smaller, but it's definitely more than uh, 16 ounces of beer. So you just get wine drunk. You can. Yeah. Like that's what, that's what my buddy was telling me to do all last week. He's like, just get the wine bottles. We get wasted. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, I'll just get a drink, a couple beers, bring the pen. Like, I don't think I've ever seen, I haven't seen Mike wine drunk in college seven years. I was, what, how old was I? My last semester at school. 23, 20, 22 or 23. It was the last time I was wine drunk. I have yet to so get seven years. absolutely blacked out from wine. Like I've been like, decently used to do it drunk. yearly. <laughs> I, I used to get, I can get decently drunk off of wine, but like I've never been like blackout from wine and I'm okay with that. Honestly. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's wine is, it's the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It's very like emotional. <laughs> <laughs> my, my one, buddy, my one buddy, I saw him drunk off of wine when I was at, uh, the wedding and uh he was a little uh a little touchy feely you know what i'm saying like yeah it's it's, little... it's, a, it's definitely an it's definitely one of those <laughs> yeah it's definitely an auggy night but yeah <laughs> his dancing his dance moves kind of looked like uh that creepy guy from ted oh yeah yeah when he's doing oh the, the yeah, straw yeah <laughs> like the, he's doing like the little way shimmy thing yeah the little shimmy and shit like it's awesome. It was awesome. I want to see him wine drunk more often. But like, uh, I'm not gonna I, lie, like it was fun in college. But I don't even like wine, so there's no point for me to do that anymore. Facts. Wine's kind of overrated. So we can. I feel like we can tell stories about this stuff um, all night if we really wanted to. That's not what the people came here for, right? So let's let's go into our 277 review. Um, Mike, did you get a chance to look at any like to, to watch anything at all on it? I or? saw like some results and some highlights and stuff. So yeah. So um, I just want everyone to know that um, I'm back to being terrible. Um, don't take my advice. Any- no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I just I, I went down a, a dark place during that card and just never really crawled out. We were Sounds kind like- of what we were kind of like a 30, 70 on this. I one. would say like in the prelims, I was OK. Yeah. And then the main card came and it just didn't oh, happen. Yeah, the main card kicked my ass in this one. It was Yeah, I mean really bad i don't think i got a single pick right in the main card i don't think I. let's just either. put it this way the dogs were indeed not barking no, no let's see <laughs> uh, i'm looking at my results right now this is brutal yeah. morono is a win my parlay won jocelyn edwards by decision and that's it all my wins are on the prelims <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just uh, it just didn't feel like anything was going our way. I basically um, bet every underdog on the main card. <laughs> yeah, that was a gutsy. Uh, that was a gutsy pick. Like, well, gutsy couple picks from you there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, I, Alex put a couple things in the notes here. 
Um, you know, if, if you guys get a chance, I would definitely recommend watching the uh, double spinning backfist. I've never seen that before. Both of them oh, yeah, that was it. sick. And that both of them cool. stumbled from it, too. Yeah, that was wild. Um, I was street golfing when that happened, so I missed that. Um, I was I was working, so I also missed that, but I saw the highlight. It was yes. like the, my Twitter page blew up like five different tweets just thrown at me, like right off the rip going like double spinning back. Just what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, like I got to watch this now. The uh, uh, was it the Morales knockout was nice. I, I was a little worried in that one because I was ready to come onto this podcast and just be like, what in the world was he doing? He had so many opportunities to put him away early and he just sat back and waited. And I get not overplaying your hand, but eventually he did get it done, which I, I think we were all we, we were expecting to see that. And mm-hmm. I think the odds makers re- reflected that with a minus 130. Um, that was pretty much one of my only hits. Uh, close say with the win. Could um, I just say, like, Rafa Garcia, I, he's 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 pretty still pretty solid. He's still pretty oh, yeah. fun to watch. I mean, like, I, I know we didn't really like. We never really like said anything bad on him, but like Rafa Garcia is not to be messed with still. Oh no, 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 he's he's a psycho. Yeah, absolutely. we were watching that fight, and he's like, "Let's go!" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> they were yeah. in the pocket, just swinging it. Yeah, that was a banger of a fight. That was a very fun fight to watch. Um, yeah, Dante Mays and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Someone help me. Hamdi. Uh, Hamdi. What a name! Hamdi Abdul Wab. Um, Wow. Yeah, that was that was an interesting fight. I don't know how any of the judges saw that fight for Mays. Like watching yeah. it the whole time, it was like Hamdi was in complete control just about the entire time, except for maybe what like the one first round, one or I two minutes. Say. I'd say one or two minutes in the second round when Mays stumbled Hamdi. Oh yeah, it was a second round. Sorry. Yeah. Other than that, it was all it was all Hamdi. Um, Dober the Dober knockout saved me a little bit. I immediately doubled down on him after. The horrible start <laughs> to what was not a great card. Doubled down on him on his knockout. Ended up working out for me. I don't mm-hmm. know what if you guys did that at all. Um, I had him in the parlay with uh, Drakkar. Yeah. So yeah and then the one that really kicked me in the in the in the liver, just like I Carl, dude. <laughs> too early too early too early we're not Mike just being totally right about morano he's like i'm gonna fade you guys fuck you guys and we're like no fucking way and then um mike made us look like at like just complete just assholes so dude just like if this you, is why i don't do research <laughs> if you just look at morano and then you look at Smellsburger, like and you just like look at them side by side not knowing anything about ufc you go Smellsburger 10 times out of 10 manalytics looks didn't even work there. Yeah, but that was like Morono impressed me a lot. He impressed me a ton. I was yeah. he's a unanimous really decision. Yeah, um, a lot of spinning, spinning kicks, and a lot of just unreal like movement that I didn't see coming from him. So I would agree. That's so off. then that was that was the featured prelim fight uh, into the main event. Um, you know, very very I wouldn't say easy victory, but a decisive victory for Ankle yeah. I think there were times that Anthony Smith did look like he was controlling it okay. He looked at times, he looked pretty good at times. There were moments where I thought this is the, you know, the momentum swing that Smith needed. And then you saw him after that first round just hobble back to the corner. I don't I don't remember what happened, but he, he said he broke his ankle. Although well, have they confirmed the, that? 
I don't know, but that's what he said. He said he broke his ankle. Like, that's what he was screaming at the end of the fight, which it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the first, like, I want to say first, like, three minutes of the fight, like, Anthony Smith threw at least four or five leg, like, body shots or leg kicks, leg kicks to the body, which Ankaliyev, like, checked very easily. His leg checking was very good in that fight. Uncle Live, like he looked very good, and then not to mention, then he was smoking Smith's lead leg too. Just stop, just stop fighting Dagestanis. Yeah, rule number one is possible anymore. No, <laughs> so at some point in just about every weight class, you have to fight a Dagestani. <laughs> it's like, do you? I'm I'm curious. Do you think you just like if you knock on random people's doors in Dagestani, like? One of them is going to walk out, and every house there's a massive sport at different weight classes. Probably that's what it seems like because we only see the killers, right? But it's like, how many people live there? It's not that big of a place, or it's a big place, but there's not that many people there. Population of Dagestan. I don't know. Mike looks that up. We'll, we'll keep talking. Two point um, five million. Never mind. Apparently, it's Jesus. a lot of people. Yeah, they make it there's, there's more in the city of Chicago. But they also make it seem like, like when you watch like, the those videos, they're like in the mountains, like they're completely separate from like a lot of other places in Russia. Like it's just, it's yeah. definitely its own it, place. It's a very big territory. Um, so I, I stand corrected. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, uh, Al- just a quick Alex Perez. I mean, our Pantoja just looked really good on the ground. Obviously, got him in a rear naked choke. Uh, we kind of said that we kind of said that Pantoja was going to win, so that was a good hit. Good job, Mike, on that one. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Good job. Um, okay, so let's talk about the the Lewis stoppage. I don't know if I agreed with it. Just felt a little early. Did you guys get a chance to, to kind of watch that? No, I didn't see that. Much. Yeah, it, here's what I'll say. Like, yeah, you want to give him a fighting chance, and obviously, like, it's just. I mean, you know, it, it was it was early, but just considering the way Derek Lewis fell, and if you look at his last fight, the way he fell and the fight before that, in terms of his not like him getting knocked out, like it's, I mean, if someone falls face first on the fucking ground after getting hit multiple times, and you're a ref there, that's a hard. That's just kind of hard to like not try and step in. I'm I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that the ref was totally wrong for doing that. I understand, like, there's really, especially in the heavyweight division, there's no yeah. need for guys to take extra blows. Like, once a guy is face down on the canvas, I 100% agree, but then you immediately saw him kind of roll out yeah. of it. So, like, yeah. you, he was out, the lights were out for a quick second, and then he was he was right, he was ready to go still. It was like the floor woke him up. But I, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, bitch and moan about it, but it did feel... It felt a little premature. It definitely, it a premature. I, I would have to agree. It did definitely feel a little premature. But uh, I, I, like you said, you can't blame the ref there. No. Like it's a, if I'm a ref in that situation, I was watching the fight. And as soon as I saw him hit the ground, like face first, like face plant, I was like, oh, shit, there goes the knockout right there. Like, that's it. Like, I even thought like, that's it. He's done. I thought like Sergey was going to get a couple more punches in and then out. And that's it. But I mean. Can't do anything about it. It was early, and yeah, you want these guys to survive, but Derek Lewis is also getting pretty old too. So you know, yeah. less blows to the head, the better. I think I'm putting him on the no bet list. 
it's not a bad idea. I, um, I just I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, so Alex, I, I don't know. I, I was talking uh, to dad. I was talking to dad about this. He said it looked like you had just watched. Um, you, it looked like you had just watched like someone you knew personally lose. <laughs> you were like very you, like he said it looked personal for you it was dude i love kaikara like i i don't i obviously everyone knows this who listens to the podcast if you even know me remotely you know i love kaikara france i've always big been a big, stan yeah 100 and he was out striking moreno he was looking good in some aspects of the fight i mean he had moreno cut open and and then dude that kick was so unbelievably loud and it just like it hurt. It hurt me looking at that. And as soon as I saw the kick, and then Kai Carl kind of just crumble into like a ball, I just like I wanted to break. I wanted to go in my room, shut the door, and not talk to anyone. Who else won by liver kick? Was it Morales? I think so. I think it was Morales. But uh, when I first saw that, I thought he got kicked in the dick. <laughs> I thought he broke a rib or something. Well, there was an early dick kick. It was like the first strike of the fucking yeah. fight. Like, it literally, <laughs> Kaikar smoked Miranda right in the dick. Oh, Jesus. What is with that guy getting hit in the peepee? I don't know. I don't know. Big, big penis, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But maybe it's a stance. Who knows? He, he's a little wide in the stance. But, uh, no, yeah, that, oh, that hurt to watch. I thought he had a wide cock. <laughs> <laughs> He does seem like a dude with a chode. Jesus. Come on. Don't about? talk about the What's happening? Champ like that. <laughs> All right. Back to the, back yeah. to the real talk. No, Rule yeah. number one in the podcast. We don't talk about another man's penis. Yeah. We talk about mine all the time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And we talk about your poops. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, but uh, yeah, that, that hurt to watch. You never want to see your boy get smoked in the liver and just drop like a sack of potatoes. But I mean, Moreno just was setting that up all day, and he got a couple in already, and and it just it was done. So, but it's okay. Kai Carl's still young; he can bounce back from this. I'm not too worried about it. He's get, he'll get a lot of other chances. He proved that he can hang with Moreno for a while there, so I'm not too worried. But oh, so this first five round fight, so. Obviously, he didn't get to the fifth, or fourth, or fifth round, but it was his first five-round fight. So, uh, pretty happy to see the results there. You're happy. Well, I'm happy, and I'm not. It's bittersweet. It's I'm happy because he got that chance to get there, but I'm also sad because of the result of it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it, it was nice to see him like in a co-main, five rounds, getting that experience in. Like I said, he's still pretty young, so. He's got a lot of time to develop and get back up there. So have you made have you made a UFC career with Kai Kara? What do you mean? You know how you can like be a fight like an already existing fighter? Oh no, I haven't. I kind of want to, but I, I just <laughs> just I Mor- suck. Have him go against have him go against Moreno on uh, easy mode. <laughs> and just start smoking his liver. Payback, bitch. <laughs> this feels better. <laughs> um, all right. So I think the one picture that I saw of this next of the main event was blood dripping from the cage. Yeah. And that, that pretty much summed up the fight. I think it perfectly summed up the fight of Juliana Pena's blood dripping off of the actual fence in front of the press. And someone took a picture of it. 
And I, I did read a report that uh, Pena actually has a large chunk of her, the top of her head missing. Oh. She needs plastic surgery. Like she's getting a consulting. She had a oh, consulting. I uh, I heard week. I heard that it, that's not true. She I think she posted out a tweet or either a tweet or an Instagram post where she just said, "I'm just getting stitches. Like no surgery. Like we're good to go." Okay. So, what was that from? What was what from? The the gash. Where did it, like I don't know. One was that. One was that. Headbutt, I think. Yeah, yeah, the head. I did see that a headbutt. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it was. I think one was a headbutt, and the other one was an elbow on elbow. the ground, and that was on the that was the hairline one. She got it right in the hairline. Uh, that she was leaking. Yeah, you could like there was one point she was like, I think Nunez kind of had her back, and you could see when Juliana Pena's heart was pumping. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, it was um, nuts. Yeah, but I mean. Absolutely just decisive win for Nunez. And like Pena, so according to the stats, Pena had more strikes in total, but you could just see the power difference just in terms of that that lead left hook when she went into her uh into her southpaw for Nunez. I mean, she looked so good. She looked so good in that fight. I mean, just even physically, like she just looked so much better. And I think I was talking to Fudala about this, my, my old roommate. And we were just saying, like, the entire time, like, just, like, we just got to wait, see if Nunez gasses out. And in that third round when she took her down, I knew, like, that was going to be the game plan from then on. And I'm like, yeah, she's not going to gas out. She's going to take her down every time and just hold her there. What round was the backing backup knockdown that, like, looked oh, like straight up dude. cartoon? Yeah, that one was fucking – I think that was third round. Yeah, well, she, scored, she scored like six knockdowns in the yeah. fight. Yeah. It was insane. Well, all, the only pretty, I saw a couple of them, but the one that sticks out the most is when Pena's just like running at her, throwing her hands, and then you just see Nunez backing up, plant her feet, not even like full plant, and just yeah, wow, just you fly back. Yeah, like <laughs> she got clothesline. Shit of an anime knockout. Yeah, <laughs> Juliana Pena striking is. It looks like a, it looks like when you watch like those uh those street fights videos on like twitter or something like that it's it's bad it's it's it did not look very good um yeah that was absolutely a decisive victory and i now i'm just can i please get a trilogy with her and shifchenko please come on man come on man please it's the only thing left honestly well they can run back pena kayla harrison for pain for Pena. Yeah. Would you run back Pena for the third one since they're one and one? I don't know. Not because, yeah. I don't think Pena, I don't think Pena has earned that after that. Yeah. Not to mention too, Pena's got a you know, she just took some fucking heavy damage. So she's probably gonna be out for at yeah. least a couple months. I would more. like I would like to see Kayla Harrison come in. Yeah, but that's a big you know big question mark because she has a whole nother year in the pfl yeah and i don't know i because that that division that 35 division is just it's so slim yeah that that 25 division is is it's it's stocked full of people that can challenge shevchenko even though she's pretty much dispatched a lot of the good contenders and and we watched the talia santos fight what about a month ago and that 
you know, that I think that shows that there is there's absolutely talent in the division. But when you look at 35 and 45, there is not much left for Nunes to do. No. Yeah, but would you have Nunes go down at 25 or stay at 35 to fight Shevchenko at 35? I, I think she said that she's not willing to go to 25. It's I, would honestly, prefer, I would prefer a catch weight, like a 30. I would, So, you know, put my feelings for Shevchenko aside. <laughs> I think the third fight should be at 25. But they fought I, it. They fought it. Nunez's weight every time. Nunez is two and zero, oh, so she can kind of dictate how she wants something because she, you know, it, the ball is one hundred percent her court. So if she, if they say if they approach her with a twenty five, she's going to say no. She said she won't do that. And honestly, I, for for a woman that cuts to, her. yeah, for a woman that has to cut to thirty five, and another ten pounds is a big ask. Yeah, who's uh? I just I would rather see twenty five featherweight. Who's number one in featherweight? Featherweight? Talia Santos still. I'd imagine Talia Santos is still number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd be very I'm, – I'm, I'm very intrigued about what the U.S. is going to do next with the U.S. Yeah, but uh, – and I hate to say this too, but can Kayla Harrison even make 45? Well, she fights at 35, right? No, Kayla Harrison fights at 155. Oh, yeah, that's right. The PFL has a, a higher one. Yeah. Um, I think I think so because she was She's cut to forty five. She was waiting. Before. She was waiting for that 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 uh, the first Nunez Pena fight to be over to negotiate yeah, with the she, she literally re-signed with the PFL after that fight. Yeah, well, I think it's because she's under contract for another. She didn't another want, really want to do that. So of course, as soon as we want to start doing our non UFC stuff, Alex has to go to the bathroom. So uh, let's see. We'll have to cut this part out. We're going to yeah. have to. Yeah, we're probably get, we can just ramble. He's probably going to be gone for, what, two minutes max? Who knows? He's got TB, so. Tuberculosis? Or TBS, tiny bladder syndrome. So do I. <laughs> I know. We got two guys on this pocket, tiny, tiny bladder syndrome. Dude, what are you going to get him for his birthday? My brother? No, 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 no. Saturday. Oh, Noah? Oh, are we are we cutting this out? Yeah, we're cutting this out. We have okay. to cut this well, out. He's back already. Yeah, Alex, you're gonna have to cut that part out. Yeah. Uh, okay, because we we want to play name that state. Name yes. that state. Hey, fucker! <laughs> Did you oh, read the fucking thing? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. All right, so uh, you know, name. So, sorry, sorry, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so that'll that'll finish our recap of two seventy seven. Not our best event, not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, we've been we've been very hot and cold this year. I feel like it's been a very up and down year, as opposed to last year where we were like we were snapping picks around. Um, just seems like we can't get to get into a groove here. But it is now time to play everyone's favorite game. Nay, name America's favorite game. It's time for. Name, Name that You don't have to put the sound effects in there, Alex. Nope. We did it ourselves. Um, okay, so a blank guard cat credited with preventing a would-be robbery. Are we oh, talking my. like big cat? Are we talking like a uh, house cat? Oh. 
Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to say well, something weird just because why not? Let's go Oregon. You love saying something weird. You love saying something weird and then spitting out Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's basically it. All right. A Mississippi guard cat is credited with preventing a would-be robbery. Wait, Mike, what did you say? Illinois. Oh. So bad at the house cat began meowing in the kitchen when two intruders attempted to break in at around 2.30 local time. He went up to the owner's bed and started pulling the sheets off them, which the man noted as kind of odd. When he finally got up out of bed, looked at his front door and saw one man holding a gun and another man with a crowbar trying to pry the door open. He then went, went back to his bedroom, retrieved his handgun. By the time he got there, the, the, the thieves were already sprinting away from the door. Um, said he didn't call the police or anything. Uh, I, just kind of a wild story. You know, you've heard of guard dogs. Now we have yeah. guard cats. Jeez, I thought you were going to say the cat fucking fought these guys. I thought this was that would be too. bananas, dude. I'm telling you, cats are fucking vicious. Like, my brother has a cat, and I don't understand how he hasn't killed this thing yet. Because, <laughs> Wait a dude, minute. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, so he has a desk chair, like we all do, right, in his apartment, and he'll tell me stories, like work we on the phone or whatever. And out of nowhere, he just goes, ah, fuck. And I'm like, what, dude, what? It's like, the cat just fucking got me again. It's like literally has like giant claw marks on his back. And he's like, has to get Neosporin in there and shit. I'm like, why do you still have this fucking thing? <laughs> like, it just, if it was a, if a dog damaged you like once a week, you'd have to kill the dog. I don't understand. Yeah, I just not a big fan. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I like met, cats, but I don't want one. <laughs> I've met a couple of cats that have convinced me otherwise, but because uh, yeah, I, there's always that one. I, I have lived with some cats, but um, also too, I would prefer a dog much more than I would prefer yeah. a cat. I, I agree, just because the cats that I like acted like dogs. Yeah, yeah, no, it's facts. It's like, oh, my cat's a dog. I'm like what? <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Am I the asshole? Um, again, we're, we're doing some, we're switching up the format a little bit. I've ran out of questions to ask you guys that are funny and debatable. I was debating moving like the, I, I would look up debatable topics and people are like, Oh God, did you hear that? Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> did you have a Sprite? <laughs> I had a, uh, a jar of toes. Ooh. How do you eat those? A jar of toes. Yeah. Um, all right, so this Am I the Asshole is titled, Am I the Asshole for Ruining My Brother's Marriage Because His Wife Left Me at the Pool? Um, so I, a 19-year-old female, had surgery a couple of days ago to get all my four, all four of my wisdom teeth out because I have a really bad fear of dentists. They had to drug me pretty hard to do the removal. I was told that I needed a responsible adult to drive me to the appointment and back because the meds they gave me would make it dangerous to drive. Pretty understandable. Everyone else was not available, so I had to ask my my sister-in-law, Bree, um, to drive me. Bree agreed to take me to the appointment, and the surgery went fine. Bree waited in the lobby for me to be done, and when I came out of anesthesia, I was normally I was very disoriented and nauseous, which I guess is normal. The gosh, uh, I don't really remember much from the drive. It felt like not enough time had passed before Bree got out of the car and told me to come with her. 
I was really out of it and followed her because the alternative was staying in a hot car. Long story short, we were at a pool. I was really confused, but once we got through the gate, Bree basically parked me at one of those little table benches and said she'd be back in a little while. Ooh, excuse me. I was still trying not to puke and felt really dizzy from the heat and the drugs. So I asked her to take me home and she wouldn't. I guess it was her day off and she didn't want to have my her, and she didn't have my niece, so she was meeting friends at the pool. I started to feel really sick and on the verge of passing out, so I called my brother. I didn't think he would I don't think he understand understood me because of the meds and stuff because he hung up on me. And I guess I called Bree because she came back stomping over, cussing and yelling at me and took me back to the car. I passed out on the drive home, but when we arrived, my brother had left work and met us at the driveway. He was screaming at Bree and she was crying. I was still pretty disoriented, but my brother took me back home and stayed with me till the meds wore off. That's when she, he told me he's divorcing Bree because of what she, what she did and didn't go into detail, didn't go into any more detail. It's been a few days since then, and Bree has been blowing on my phone telling me I, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Me tattling destroyed her family. Part of me feels bad because my fiance, because my niece, and I wonder if I should have just dealt with it and waited for her to be done at the pool instead of calling my brother and causing problems. Am I the asshole? No, no. absolutely not. No, not even close. Fuck Brie. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's such a scumbag move. It really is. I would agree. It just like it, how about <laughs> this? If you weren't a scumbag, he she wouldn't have called your brother or your husband. Like it if just, you just did what you had to do and took her home and watched her for a few hours, you'd still be married. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like you agreed to take care of a person who's under heavy drugs. Why bring them to like, just put them in bed. Yeah. And they're yeah. 19. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you know, I, I, they're young enough. Like, I, I don't know. Like that's like, you're married. You're becoming a married woman. Like, got to be a little older i'm assuming i don't know how old brie was in this situation but either way you told you were taking care of someone you got to commit to that i don't care what kind of plans you had prior to that or after that if you said you're going to take care of someone that's heavily medicated no bueno no bueno yeah you don't fuck with family like that no absolutely not that brother's that brother's brother's it's a ride or die brother yeah absolutely I'd do the same thing for you, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> First, we need to find some women, though. You know what I'm saying? I would divorce my wife for you. That's basically what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Mike wanted to do another one. Do you guys want to do it? We can. Was it yeah. the first one? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this one's titled, Am I an asshole for telling my boyfriend's friends that I make twice he does? When they called me a gold digger, he didn't defend me. <laughs> I'm I in a love re- this title already. <laughs> I'm in a relationship with a guy who works in tech. He makes 68K a year and I make 130K. I'm a mechanical engineer in a robotics startup. He works at a more stable job doing programming at a large company. He brought me to meet his friends at a party and they asked me to talk about myself. His friends mostly work in tech too and talked about themselves in terms of their jobs. I told them that's not really how I identify myself or... Since that's not how I identify with myself, I didn't really want to talk about work. One of his friends asked me, oh, gosh, you don't want to talk about or or one of his friends again asked me about work. And I said, oh, gosh, I don't want to talk about this at a party. I spent the whole day sweating my ass off in heat, trying to replace a busted motor just to find a replacement part. It was also just it was just messed up. 
I wasn't lying or trying to downplay that I was having that I have a good job or how I spend my day. And it wasn't in the mood to talk shop at a party. Some of the other some other conversations came up, and apparently it seemed like I came off as I was poor. Later in the night, one of his friends was getting drunker, and some of his friends, not his close ones, were making jokes about me growing up in a trailer and being a gold digger, and really came up and being ready to jump up to a richer guy. This made me feel like shit, honestly, since I don't they don't even know me and just assumed all girls are gold diggers. Um, he didn't say anything later said it was because he'd smoked weed and gets quiet and has trouble trying to carry conversations when he's high. (laughs) I feel that. I honestly feel that (laughs) I got irritated with his friends and asked now, why the hell do you, do you say that when I make twice, he does his friends went quiet for a second. I continued saying there's no gold digging going on here. Not with him or anyone at this party. So y'all think I'm cheap or do you think I'm just stupid? My boyfriend wanted to leave shortly after. He was pretty upset with, for, with me for telling everyone I make twice he does. He said I would have held my. He said I would have held my tongue if he. I said I would have held my tongue if he had checked his friends himself, but he didn't say anything, so I wasn't about to let him talk to me like that. He said it was humiliating, and now everyone thinks I'm a bitch. And flippant, and I flippantly said, "At least I know I'm a rich bitch." <laughs> he then grew a bit more angry and embarrassed <laughs> at me. Um, uh, all because his friends were talking shit, and so it should be on me to check them. I guess the stuff is still tense. Am I the asshole for explaining I'm not a gold digger? No, no, no. No, I mean, if someone's gonna try and roast you like that, like, why are you gonna be like, like, I'm not gonna sit there and take it? No, absolutely not. Especially if you don't know me at all. No, yeah. And also, I was defender in this aspect. Like, I fucking hate talking about work. Like I get I, the like, last thing I want to talk about at a party is work, especially coming off of a day of work too. Yeah, like I'll be like, get, "Oh, what do you do for work?" I'll tell you, but like, I'm not gonna fucking go any deeper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm certainly not gonna be bitching my problems at you. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. that's what my mom is for. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the therapist is for. Um, that too. <laughs> first off, though, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this that guy needs new friends, first off. Yeah. Second off, his friends that he has right now, they're ballsy motherfuckers for saying that shit. Doesn't matter how drunk or how high you get or whatever, they're ballsy as shit for going up to his girlfriend and straight up saying, You're a gold, you must be one of those gold digger girls. Uh that's Jesus. that's balls. That's yeah. ballsy. And that's if fucked I... up. If I thought that that was happening, I'm probably telling my friend first yes. as opposed to saying it to her face. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, these tech but guys even, are getting a little too cocky out here. <laughs> but even then, I probably wouldn't say anything unless, like, I saw it blatantly happening. Uh, yeah. No no bueno on that one. No, not the asshole. Boyfriend definitely should stuff for him. Not defending him. I do get the weed thing, though. Like, you're high. <laughs> you just want to sometimes sit in the corner. I don't want to have any conversations when I'm yeah. paid. Yeah, sit in the corner. Just watch everything unfold in front of you. I get it. <laughs> but also, definitely should have stood up for her. Oh, yeah. Um, I got to find an asshole one for you guys. Because I, I did read one where it was, like, blatantly, like, they're the asshole. Because one of them fired an employee after their performance dipped. Um, because our grandparent died. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. In like three weeks. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to read the title. You're an asshole. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. don't know. I had a college professor tell me that uh, tried not to give me credit for an excused absence after my grandma died. Asshole. Fucked. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. It was the f- most favorite teacher interaction I've ever had in my life. Sitting in her office, like, why didn't I get credit for Friday? She goes, well, you weren't here. I go, well, yeah, but I was at a funeral. <laughs> He's like, she goes, well, yeah, you weren't here. You're at a funeral. You don't get credit if you're not here. I go, I told you my grandma fucking died. And she's like, fine, I'll give you credit. I'm like, thank you. And I just left. <laughs> I needed it. I was going to fail the class. <laughs> I had one professor tell me, they're like, I will always give you credit if you tell me that a relative has died and you're going to miss something. Because if you are doing that as an excuse to get out of my class, you have bigger problems to figure out. Yeah. Facts. Well, it, was, it was my dad's like, because it happened over the weekend, right? And I went in on Monday. And my dad's like, "Dude, bring the obituary." <laughs> I was like, "No, that's too far." She's <laughs> like, bring, throw it on bring the, the little, the, like the little card that I still have in my desk drawer that has like the dates yeah. on it. Like, like this is where I was at on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's no, fucked no, up. It, it was like I, at the in the moment I was pissed about it, but like after a while, it's like it's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> That is so beyond messed up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit, I wasn't here. I was literally fucking three hours away and awake. <laughs> and the fact she had the fucking gall to fucking argue with you, too. Yeah. About I it. mean, I, at the end of when I graduated, like, we were on much better terms. Probably because she was happy to get rid of me. <laughs> I don't think I got along with one of my professors. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's not true. We had a poli sci guy that we had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he was the man. He was the man. Um, also, he claimed that he can hit ten for ten on free throws. I believe him. And he said he I, would challenge anyone in the class. I don't think that man would lie. I no, really I don't. So. Was um, it, it John Smith? I'm. We're, we're not going to use names. What? He's the he's the best guy ever. The most common name you could possibly think of. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. literally that's my burner account. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my um, MMA Twitter burner account. Oh my god! Um, okay, so let's talk about let let's do our Mount Rushmore. Do okay. a quick little little draft here, Alex. Do you have it set up again? Uh, yeah, I can get to it. Oh, Alex is gonna say he does everything again. I do do everything. Look my fuck nuts. Off. Fuck off. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna do Mount Rushmore of locker room distractors. So this can be actual athletes this can be like the type of guy do you know what i mean like yeah like a like an, an adjective i guess um and any uh, any locker room setting like any locker room setting okay i guess it would probably be more like team sports yeah but i get a couple from the gym <laughs> yeah any locker room setting works works yeah. just fine okay um uh okay so what's the order Last order Let's was go. me, then Andrew, then Mike. My my micro my, my headset just died. Hang on. Oh jeez. Fumbling the bag here. Give me a second. Every week. Du, 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 Alex, you have to du, cut this part du, out we're back okay cool 
this is a mess of an episode. We didn't prepare for this at all. You know, wow. Alex is going pee. My headset's dying because I hate, well, I hate this fucking headset. It's so stupid. Um, all right. Uh, so. Did we determine the order while I was gone? No. Uh, what the fuck, guys? You give you one job. You did not. I, I know. I didn't say that. Yeah, uh, you did not say that at all. <laughs> Let's go Mike, Alex, me. Okay. Seems like he's got some off the top of his head. Old guy drying his balls in the, uh, <laughs> in the what's it called? The the hand dryer. dryer. Literally holding his balls in a towel. Hand drying his nuts. <laughs> oh, that's it's so foul. Oh, that's so foul. It's literally every day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Alex. <laughs> ah, that's fucking comedy, dude. No way. All right. Uh, go back off the old man. Oh, you know what? No, I got one. So uh, the gross guy who pours his sweat everywhere in the sauna. And when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere. Like dumps out his sweat. What do you mean dumps out his sweat? Is he like collecting it in a bucket? Oh, he's collecting it in like sandals and shoes. Yeah. And then he just like takes it off and just like drips it out. And it just fucking you just hear the little splatters. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. put that one down. Um, I had <laughs> dumped. I, I had something actually completely different in mind when I said this. I can understand how it was slightly misinterpreted the way I typed it or explained it, but I'm gonna say Terrell Owens in any locker. Jesus. And my second pick is gonna be the guy who's dating. A teammate's sister. Oops. A relative. Oops. Teammate relative. Okay. Uh, we had one guy in my hockey team. I'm not going to name names, but this has been on every single hockey team who just loves to show their dick to everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm going to say the dick shower. Mike, I think you can guess who that was. For who? For for my team. In college? In high in high school. Probably not. I, really? I sure can I, can, I can name it off the top of my head. If okay, I so I know half of his high school team. I think all of them. Like that's that's <laughs> Honestly, literally that's my answer. Actually, like, out of fair. all all the players from your guys' hockey team in high school, I think every single one of them showed their dick too much. That that's just the that, that's just factual. I've been around them too much. <laughs> is this, Actually, is, I don't, I, there's probably only two of their wieners that I haven't seen, if I'm being honest. Jesus fuck. Speaking of talking about other man's penises. <laughs> what I mean, it's just, we're literally on that subject. Is a, are the initials TS? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I knew it. I mean, also DB. Um, <laughs> The big germ, definitely not. No, he was gun shy. J.A., no chance. No, he's got a little tiny PP. S.C., no way. We're getting way too much in depth. In, yeah, in let's this. not talk about yeah, the size. Okay. Uh, uh, no. my, <laughs> my next pick is um, the, the towel snapper guy. <laughs> the fucking that asshole that has a wet towel and just fucking gets everybody. <laughs> All right, what towel snapper? What's your yeah, other towel snapper? Oh, um, 
This is from personal experience. Oh, wait, no, it's the same as Alex's second one, so I'm not going to use it. <laughs> Can I tell a story real quick? Go for it. <laughs> if it sets it up, it, good. Yeah. So it's based off Alex's, you're one of the one guy that shows his dick too much. Yeah. It's the guy standing in the corners of the shower doing a helicopter with like an 11 inch cock. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that's not a pick. That's the same as yours. Uh, I'm going to go with um, this is more of a commercial gym one, and I'm not against it, but it is distracting. Uh, the dude that's always posing down in the mirror, like in in the walkway. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so annoying. I'm just going to put the poser. The poser. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my next pick, um, another sauna one. How many you saunas just- are you in? Uh, just the same one, same one. Uh, and uh, it's usually the same guy, uh, the guy who doesn't know personal space. Mm. And this kind of applies <laughs> to everything, everyone in lockers. This is the guy that definitely pulls up to you, like the urinals, sees you pissing in one in a whole row, and right stands next to, you. next to you. And he then and then proceeds to stretch right next to you. <laughs> this sweaty asshole. Like nothing but a speedo on proceeds to stretch. This feels very specific. And that is like why an instance of this happening. I'll just say per, no personal boundaries guy. I'm going to put that one. No okay. personal boundaries. Because I feel like even not in a sauna, but anywhere else in the locker room, there's always that one guy who gets a little too close to you when you're, you know, getting dressed and undressed. No, just me. Okay, cool. No, no, I kinda I, get it. No. Yeah, I get it. Sorry, I was burping. Um. um Okay, so I'm going to go with the guy who thought he should have got picked for captain. <laughs> oh, I can name this guy. I can name this guy for your high school team. <laughs> I don't know if we had one actually on the high school team. We definitely had one in college, though. I'm thinking it... – we, we don't have to talk about it. We'll no, talk about I this off the air. Absolutely. Give me your guess afterwards. Yeah. All right. And then – oh, man, I'm trying to think of – <laughs> like I feel like we've already somewhat covered this topic. Just the guy who's too comfortable showing his butthole to everyone. <laughs> I never had that guy, but I know exactly who you're talking about, and I feel like it's the same Made person. Call. Made in call. <laughs> I'm gonna put it made in. I had call. a roommate in college that did that. No, I know. Yeah. Oh my god, gross. <laughs> All I could think about is just like you guys pretty much said everything that I could think of. I got one more, and then I'm literally out of everything. Well, that's such a last pick. So yeah. Should we skip? Should we skip you? Yeah, skip me and go to Mike on this All one. Right, Mike. Okay. Give me time to think. So this is comical the first time, but any time after that is a distraction. The dude that tucks his dick and balls between his legs <laughs> and he goes, Oh, look, I have a vagina. <laughs> I'm going to go the dick and ball tucker. Yeah. <laughs> I can this name the one I went to high so school. So off the rail <laughs> so quickly. Oh, look, I have a vagina. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Hey, or you guys or, want, or with, when you they want a piece of gum and you can see everything just smushed <laughs> together. <laughs> Dude, Alex, I just thought our mom's going to listen. Oh, my God. You want Sorry, a piece of gum? <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Alex, come on. All right. Um, 
Huh. All right. I don't know if this is a locker room distractor, and it kind of goes with the wannabe captain pick, but the guy who always speaks up and everyone tells to shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one, though. <laughs> I'm just going to put the guy everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ah, <laughs> uh, my God. All right. All right Alex. Yep. Let's... Read yourself. So Mike had old man drying nutsack. <laughs> hand drying nutsack. Sorry. Hand drying nutsack. Oh, driest nutsack in, in the a hand, hand dryer. dryer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the wet towel snapper. <laughs> The poser, and then the dick and ball tucker. Well, only one of mine doesn't have to do with a naked person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can. <laughs> Two of them technically can, but one. Well, if you don't have your towel on, you're snapping it. You're clearly naked. <laughs> well, that's facts. Oh, well, you true. could be fully clothed. I don't you know stole someone else's towel. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. That's uh, gross. I have the sweat dumper. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so wrong. The dick show, no personal boundaries, and the guy everyone hates, uh, or the shut the fuck up guy. And then Andrew had Terrell Owens, guy, uh, the guy who's dating a team relative, the wannabe captain, and the mating call, which is showing everyone your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> These are all very uh, sus. I think we're exposing ourselves right now. I mean, it's just, it's like maybe just more old teammates. Yeah. Yeah. All all old teammates and people that we've seen in commercial gyms. Let me just say, I was none of these guys, by the way. I I like to think I wasn't. I don't think I was. I might have been a towel snapper once. Only because someone got me first. Well, yeah. I mean, if someone gets you, you got to get back somehow. There's like so much like foul behavior I didn't even get into too, and I won't. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Not but you know what can't... isn't foul? Oh, cheese. Do you know what isn't foul? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> what a terrible screen. I didn't know where you were going with it, and I was like, oh, that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else read it. Uh, you know what isn't foul is our sponsors over at Long Drink. Try the best tasting drink in the world. Miles Teller, DJ Kygo, and Ricky Fowler love the taste so much they bought a part of the company. A drink you can enjoy anytime. Its award-winning taste is described as a sparkling citrus with real liquor. Nothing like those malt seltzers, and it's gluten-free. Get the long drink at liquor stores or visit thelongdrink.com to find a case near you. You can also look for that bright blue can or one of their other distinct flavors. Find out why Finland was voted the happiest country on earth. Long drink. Thank you for the save there. Um, Uh, Certified not foul. About a fellow of the long drink, DJ Kygo. So he was at Lollapalooza on Saturday. And wait a I minute. So see... wait a minute. Hang on. Well, so now he is DJ Kygo? Apparently. So I have to ride with the sponsorship. <laughs> I don't like it, but I have to ride with it. See a second of him on Saturday. I was actually pretty pissed about it. I was like, he's a fellow sponsor. Like not yelling it, but I told my girlfriend now, nah, but not at the time. Like, 
he's sponsored by the same drink as me. Okay. I have to see him. (laughs) (laughs) And all I saw of him was when we were walking by his stage. I'm like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Ed banging. That that stage at Lollapalooza is fucking insane. It's one stage that plays EDM all day. It's like the mosh pit stage, Dude, isn't it? If you would have showed me that shit at 20, 21, oh, fuck. 26, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going over there. <laughs> have you ever seen that video of um, our buddy Jay disappearing into the crowd? Yeah. Like, like you see him, like, going nuts on that, like, at that stage. When the camera pans away for half a second. You look back and he's gone. Dude, that's how it is, like, literally everywhere there. Like, my whole thing was like, don't fucking lose me. My phone is not working. Like, if I get lost, I'm going home. Like, I, I, I'll never find you. So I was like, just stay close. Like, don't, don't fucking lose me. But yeah, that, that stage where they play EDM all day is insane. We were in there for five minutes. They're like, yeah, we're going to go sit in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this, dude. I'm not this young anymore. <laughs> should, uh, should next week's uh, Mount Rushmore be people at festivals? I mean, I've never... Types of people at festivals? I've only been to one festival, though. Types of people at concerts slash festivals? Yeah. I've never been to either, you. so I wouldn't be able to... you never been to a concert? Nope. Only concert I wanted to ever go to. And I might change that now because of someone else, but only concert I ever wanted to go to was the swimming concert for Mac Miller. And obviously, we all know what happened, you know, prior or after that. So, you know, sadly, he passed away, so I couldn't see any of his... Music live, shit, shit is right. Though I, mean, I would. Did you see him when he was at Easter? I I got to yeah. Yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah. Who opened for him? You said someone like didn't someone like someone? I don't remember. I don't remember who opened for him. I don't even think we went to the opening act. I think we literally. Oh no, yeah, we showed up for Mag. No, the only thing I remember from that concert is, um, the person next to me, a friend of ours, throwing up into their bleacher seat. <laughs> and then having to leave it early because our other friend tried to sneak backstage and got kicked out. <laughs> and then proceeded to pay uh Arby's of all places. Oh every, every employee there an extra ten dollars to stay open later so he can get yeah, a sandwich. So he could eat his gyro. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Arby's makes me shit piss. Apparently, like that's like a number one that like a lot of like it has like a cult following. Like people will be it like, who eats at Arby's? And people who eat at Arby's are passionate about it. Oh, I know. Like, One of my buddies is, and he loves it. And he will not stri- stop trying to tech- get me to go to an Arby's. And I'm like, their dude, fries are gas, I will say. The curly fries, yeah. Yeah. But that's it. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Like, I'm not eating at a mid fast food restaurant. I don't know. The beef and cheddar is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know one person that goes to Arby's. It's expensive. Is I it don't really? want that's it. expensive. Um, all right, let's <laughs> let's talk about the the, the upcoming um, fight card. Uh, the main event being Santos and Hill. Um, so, just a little a little um, I don't know pre- or a little preface here. Me and Mike texted the group chat at around what like six thirty, being like, yeah. Yeah, "We got I we got just, nothing." I just got off the toilet. I got nothing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Didn't do any research. I have no idea what's going on. I didn't even know who's fighting this weekend until an hour before the podcast. These are all fuck it picks. No, I'm just kidding. These are all, these are all like 
bet trust with, me bros yeah. fucking picks bet with your heart dogs picks. are barking yeah whatever like just so dogs are barking that's a bold so, statement after last weekend yeah <laughs> uh, no i'm saying like these are those type of picks where we're like oh it's whatever we're gonna put money these on are it. picks that we're confident in but also have no reason to back it up Besides maybe what we saw in previous fights. <laughs> this part of the podcast might go very quickly and not yes. end very well. We very no. well could be like, oh, we could be Owen, whatever. But if this works, we're doing this from now on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not doing any more research. If this works, we're doing this from now on. Uh, all right. So let's talk about the first fight. Uh, Myra Bruno Silva and Stephanie Edgar fight. Uh does someone have like the sure dog pages open up here? We're so just we're like just yeah completely yeah 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 yeah. Why would we, yeah, disorganized? Well, Who did Stephanie Egger fight recently? Stephanie Egger fought Jessica Rose Clark, and she won by armbar. Uh, yeah. I mean, my pick was gonna be Stephanie Egger. I remember that. I have no idea what Myra Bruno Silva has done recently. So, uh, she has fought uh Yian Wu, which I absolutely shit on. Oh, that's right. You did I shit on Mulan. <laughs> Sorry, Yian. I'm, I, I apologize for that. That was a battle of a fight. Uh, she lost to Manon Farat, future champ. Uh, Montana De La Rose, Rosa. And those are the only names I recognize. I feel like you you kind of have like a like Manon Farat's like your. Uh, Hi, Carl. It's like, no, it's like the. Um, it's like Mike's Valentina type thing. I'm not in love with her. Like, kind of seems like I'm not like that. I just like her style like of fighting. Kind of seems like a little bit of crush on her. I like I like Valentina's style of fighting, amongst other things. Yeah, but you like other things. Yeah, I was about to say you like other things too. I think Manon Farad's just a very good striker, and I just like the way she fights. But that's just me. You can say I have a crush on her all you want, and that's fine. But that's just not true. Mackenzie Dern's my wife. Anyways, uh, we, I thought that was Lee or Andrews. Big Mackenzie Dern here. Yeah. Uh, it's a pro Mackenzie Dern podcast. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie Eggers most recent fight was Jessica Rose Clark. It, she won the same way that Jessica Rose Clark lost her most previous, most recent fight. Again, just took her down, arm barter, and that was it. All right, so you heard it here first. Stephanie Egger, I'm taking her money line, minus 135. She, oh, really? Mail I have her as a favorite. Yeah, minus 135. Okay, all right. I was, uh, I'm going to fade you, and I'm going to go and be like Devil's Avocado, and I'm going to go Buena Silva. Cause, crazy in your head. Because fuck you, that's why. What are you, crazy in your fucking head? <laughs> Good output. The younger fighter. And let's just go at it, and we're just gonna go her, and we're just gonna go Silva. You're crazy in your head, dude. Okay, she's the underdog, so you can lick me. And dogs are barking on this one. I never said that. In all fairness, you literally just. Anyways, doesn't matter. Next fight we have coming <laughs> up here on this one, uh, we have Miranda, Miranda Granger and Corey McKenna. Uh. Uh, Corey McKenna beat uh, Mike's girl, Kay Hansen. Not my girl anymore. She also beat my girl in the contender series, Vanessa Demopoulos. And her most recent fight was a split decision loss against Elise Reed. 
I, I uh, don't have anything for this. <laughs> yeah. Granger. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, uh, I thought you guys were going to put something up. Uh, Miranda Granger lost her most two recent fights to Ashley Yoder and Amanda Lemos. Uh, one was by decision and all the ones by choke. Uh, this is kind of a toss up. I don't really know. I kind of want to just go Corey McKenna uh, just based off of most recent fights I've seen from her. I think I like her game a little more and I'll probably just go by decision. Heard by decision, according to DraftKings, is a minus one ten. So it feels, like a fairly, feels like a fairly safe bet. I mean, I mean, when you get in the, the smaller women's divisions, by decision is always a very heavily leaned on prop bet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you have like an, a, a, a jujitsu artist or someone with just an immense amount of power, you know, it doesn't really happen all that often. Those those flash knockouts don't really happen all that often in that division. Yep. Um. All right, so next, Jason Witt and Josh Quinlan. Um, I'm definitely leaning towards Josh Quinlan in this um, without looking at anything. I know Jason Witt has been very, uh, I want to say inconsistent would be the word. Yeah. From what I've seen from him, I've seen times where he looks he looks really good, and I've seen times where it looks like he's ready to fall asleep. <laughs> Am I wrong or? No, no, you're right. If you look I'm going his... solely off memory right now. Yeah, his last five fights – it was it goes loss win loss win loss and uh oh uh oh oh was right uh <laughs> but his loss was his losses were against Philip Rowe by knockout Matt Smellsberger by knockout and Takashi Soto by knockout so you're telling me Josh Quinlan or you're telling me Jason Witt's gonna win though because his last fight was a loss possibly I mean you never know. Like I really don't know here, but he's a two. But, he's a plus two five dog though. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you're asking me like I actually like. We just prefaced that we did no research for this fight. Oh, yeah, We're no based off of our old memory here, and Quinlan's been just a knockout. No, I shouldn't say knockout. He's been a finishing machine. So you, you honestly, you might just want to go Quinlan by finish here. He's been so undefeated. By knockout, yeah, by go knockout. by knockout. He has two submission wins and two knockout wins, and then one decision. So let's say knockout. All right, fuck it. Let's go knockout here. We'll say we'll stand up, stand and bang. <clears throat> All right. So this next one, I don't know why it's so low on the fight card, but Terrence McKinney and Eric Eric Gonzalez. I mean, Terrence McKinney just fought. Uh, did he just fight in a? Like Over. a high a high prelim fight on a numbered card? Yeah, against Drew Dober. Yeah, that well, that was like a year ago, I guess. Um, no, no. It was, I'm, I'm following it up. I thought I was in Vegas for that, and it was in Arizona. It was, was it four Arizona? months ago. It was March. four months ago. Of this year. I must be thinking of a different Drew Dober fight. Um, but yeah, I, Terrence McKinney by knockout. Yeah, Who I got no? the same thing. Plus yep. 120. Sam. Who says no? I'm with it. I like T-Rex. I've always liked him. Uh, did you skip over the battle and Soto fight on purpose? No, no. Isn't that next? No, I, that's, that's next. That's after this. Okay. They, re- right. they, they flipped him. Um, so, yeah. So, Alex said next, Brian Ballon, Takashi Sato. Um, this sounds like a scramble fest and a half to me. Uh, and if I'm going by scrambling, Brian Battle. Absolutely. Battle by decision. 
You want to be real spicy and maybe throw up a submission in there. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either, but just they'll yeah, probably be on the ground. I think me and Alex were talking about this before we started going. His bat was dropping down to welterweight. Was he middleweight before? Yeah, he's middleweight from tough. It is interesting. Um, I, I'm looking now. Brian Battle's a fairly heavy favorite at minus 285. So um, I guess I'm I'm just agreeing with odds makers today. I don't really know. The Alex go P again. Jeez, this kid's a mess. Uh, I haven't so, peed once. I'd like to state for the record. I, I appreciate that, Mike. I think you're doing a fantastic job with your 10,000-gallon jug My water bottle. Bladder control has um, heightened since I've, you know, since uh, due to recent events. <laughs> so, well, I don't want to have to get up every 10 minutes. And I'm still hydrated. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, so let's go to the feature prelim about uh, Sam Alvey and Michael Alexi Jusic. Did I say that right? I think so. Michael Alexiak. I think Alexiak. it's just Alexiak or something like It's like, I don't think it's like a lot, there's of, a lot of, there's a lot of vowels in that name. Yeah. Alessia, yeah. Alessia, Alessia, Alessia. I'm like guessing I'm playing Wordle right Sounds now. like just a guessing vowels. Definitely sounds like a Polish guy. It is a Polish guy. Look at me. And then, uh, yeah, Fudala. I'm just riding with Fudala on this one. He's got, he said he's going with his, his fellow Polishman, so I'm just gonna ride with him. And I think he said by it's like Fudala, is that a fighter? <laughs> I think he said by knockout, so I'm just gonna ride with him and just say we're gonna go knockout here. I like every time I see Sam Alvey, I'm just like, I'm just gonna bet against him. Absolutely. Sam Alvey's been Whoopee. which I feel I feel kind of bad for him because he seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, like on all of his interviews, he seems like a really chill dude, but like not a very good fighter. So, so does CM Punk. CM Punk is a cool dude. That's what I'm saying. But he wasn't dude. a good fighter. No, he was awful. Yeah. Although so, he has a win, so. I thought it was a no contest. No, I thought he got. I thought he got the other guy got DQ'd. Yeah, probably. Who knows? I don't think it really matters in this situation. To be honest. No, yeah, no, I don't think it yeah. does. Um. Okay, let's go to the next. Let's or let's go to the main card. So the first fight on the main card, Arian Lipsky and Priscilla Cachoeira. I think we've we've def- we we all know our opinions on mm-hmm. one of the specific fighters here. We don't have to delve Ante into it again. Cachoeira podcast. Okay, there I said it. Lipsky by decision. Lipsky by decision. I like it. Lipsky is a minus one eighty forty. I like it a lot. I like watch it. her. Watch her submit her. Though. I I wouldn't be mad. I don't hate the submission pro. What's that at? Submission plus 500. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm doing it. Let's go. Let's send it. Lipsky by Lipsky by submission. Plus Fuck 500. It. Let's do it. What's the, the double chance? By submission or decision? Yeah. Minus 125. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, mm. I don't like that. Significantly worse. Yeah. We're going to uh, plus 500. Just Who bet says both, no? Bet both decision and submission. <laughs> Honestly, you're probably better off. You're 100 better off. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, so Augusto Sakai and Sergey Spivak are the second fight on the main card. Um, I don't know. I I I know very little about them. I know 
Um, Augustus guy got starched by uh, uh, Ty. Yeah. Ty to Ivasa. Uh, also sir- got Rosenstruck and Overeem. And this guy just likes facing people that just throw bombs. Yeah. And this guy's no different. Yeah, Sergey Spivak does have some heavy hands, so then you got to go Spivak. By knockout? Are we just <laughs> picking – are we just going to pick all knockouts this, this fucking podcast and just say, fuck it? Well, the odds on all of them aren't really, like, anything fantastic to bet for. Plus 175 for a knockout for Spivak. Yeah. I think the favorites are going to be very uh, heavy on so this it seems one. Like, it seems like the favorites are quite heavy. So I think like just betting the actual way they're going to win is just a lot better in this scenario. It's the only way it's going to turn out. <laughs> Unless you throw a fat parlay down. Yeah. Mike, you got a parlay? probably not going to have one. I'll try to concoct one as we go through this. <laughs> All right. So going to the third fight, um, Mike was saying earlier that this is the tough finale fight mm-hmm. or one of the tough finale fights, Brogan Walker, Sanchez and Juliana Miller. Um, Brogan Walker as a plus 100 dog and Juliana Miller as a minus 120 favorite. I have not been able, I have not watched any of the tough season, so I have nothing on that. Yeah, I haven't either. That's Brogan walked in trying to do a main card parlay on this fight card. It's because I don't know anything about the next two fights at all. I'm gonna go Brogan Walker underdog. No, no decision Ooh. win. Didn't uh, well, the last. Was the last Ultimate Fighter, didn't both the dogs win? Yes. Well, I don't know. They don't show odds on like the. Well, they, no, tough. but they show them in the. But, but, but I mean, in the, the championship fights, because Brian Battle beat. Oh, the, you mean like previous, like tough. The last season. Oh, I do not remember to be honest. And then what was the one thirty five? Was the underdog? Yeah, I remember who, that one. Who was the one thirty five? It was uh, was Ricky. It, yeah, no, Ricky to Curse to Tercio. Yeah, Ricky Tercio, and he was the dog too. I'm pretty sure. I think he was. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go Brogan Walker. The dogs come out of tough. The bear. Um. All right. So the next one is also a tough finale. Um. Okay, the dog's not going to be barking on this one. Zach Bagula and Muhammad Usman. Um, we've seen Muhammad Usman. I, I think Muhammad Usman also had a couple of fights in the Contender Series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I think so. And yeah, yeah I'm going to go Zach Pog here. Or Pog. Or Pog. Poga? Poga. I don't, like I said, I didn't watch any uh, of this. I, I just remember watching their first fights on tough on this tough season. I Muhammad's first fight was against a wrestler. And to be honest, he looked a little scary in like the second round of that. I think it went to, I don't know if it went to a third. round. I don't think it went to a third round. Uh, he just draw out like a decision win. Uh, definitely not anything like special at least from what i've seen um in that one fight of his oh, and back. then huh my shit is fucked <laughs> yeah he's like glitching it out yeah and i remember watching zach pog yeah. or plague and he looked really good his hands are really good good stand-up game 
um, gross elbows, like insane elbow power. Like he's a very good fighter. I like Bog here. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do knockout. I think I'll edge out a decision because I think he kind of waits back a little long uh, and doesn't really like pull the pressure down. I think that fight, he had a guy wobbled and he didn't really like move forward on him. So I'm just going to go by decision here or I might just pick his money line and throw it in a parlay with it. All right. Um, sure. We'll go with that. I, like I said, I don't know enough about these guys. Um, so the Coleman event yeah. What's up? <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, the co-main event, Vicente Luque and Jeff Neal. This seems like a Jeff Neal-like killing for some reason to me. I don't know why. My gut says Jeff Neal. Oh, that's bold. I don't know. I don't know. Why? Because of the Ponzinibbio fight? No, because Ponzinibbio himself is an absolute monster. I don't know. This one, for me, this one is a very strong contender for fight of the night. Yeah. No, it should be really good. I, yeah, I mean, Luke Gabe is riding high, really high, until he lost to Bilal. But it's and not like Jeff Neal's had a bad – he hasn't had a bad 12 months. Uh has. Yeah, he lost to Neil Magny and Stephen Thompson. And Wonderboy, yeah. Before oh, I, was, I, was, I was thinking of Neil Magny for some reason. Yeah. I was picturing Neil Magny in my head. No, I also thought that too. It's the Neil. It's just the Neil. It's literally just the That's Neil. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, Neil versus Neil. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I would say I don't think Jeff Neil wins this one. I think yeah, I was, I was 100% thinking Neil. Like, I had a picture in my head of Neil Magny. Yeah, no, okay. not never mind. Anyway. No, Scratch we're gonna out. go. We're gonna, and this is why you have to do research. Anyways, we're gonna do Vincent <laughs> Luque, uh, Vincent Luque, uh, the silent assassin. And I think I'm gonna go. I don't know if I want to bet like a decision win here or a submission win just for shits and giggles. Aren't you parlay Luque, uh, Paga and Spivak in it? It's a three-legger. It comes up to plus 187. I mean, it's not the greatest, but I feel confident in those. Okay, yeah. I like that. I'm going to do that. I would but, go Luke decision. I like that, too. Decision's definitely something that could he could yeah. pull out on top for. So it's plus only a three-round fight. Uh, I can't imagine Jeff Neal getting knocked out. Luke's knockout is actually worse odds at plus 240. Yeah. Still get good value on that, though. Yeah, it's still good uh, value. I just I don't I don't think it's enough. You know what time. though? His double chance for a knockout or decision is only a minus one twenty. That's not bad. It's no, it's not bad. Something we could look at. I might do that. Be a little more conservative on that because we've lost. I've lost a lot of money recently trying to be so aggressive. Yeah. Uh, hence yeah. the uh, five hundred, the plus five hundred submission pick I, I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Outs in yourself. I love it. Yep. Um, see, you got you to pick and self-analyze. Uh, okay, so main event, Tiago Santos and Jamal Hill. Um, Tiago Santos is a plus 265 dog to Jamal Hill's minus 320. I think those odds reflect how I feel about this fight. I think Jamal Hill is absolutely – he's just the younger, better-formed fighter at the moment. Yeah, no. 
Dude, he Jamal Hill like is the biggest like. I don't expect him to be any good at fighting whatsoever, and then he just knocks motherfuckers out. <laughs> he's so he's he's just goofy as hell. He is. He's a cool, dude. Six. Six. Uh, on Bisping. I, I. Did you listen to that story he told? On yeah, Bisping's yeah. podcast about like some dudes rolling up on his house or like his cousin's house, and there were like six of them, and he starched all of them. Yeah, yeah. And then what was it? The streets of Detroit. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. "Yeah, he left like one dude able to walk away, and the dude kept trying to fight him." And he's like, "Just go!" Like you see all your buddies laying on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> they just left the guy. <laughs> yeah. Tell your friends. And he said he like tie clinched like three of them, just knees to the face. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why I think Tiago Moses or Tiago Santos is so much bigger than him. I mean he is bulkier, but he's shorter. I, I feel like Jamal is like 5'11 at light heavyweight, but he's 6'4. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Hill's a big dude. He's a huge man. I don't like, like the maybe it's because he fought Johnny Walker and Johnny Walker's like 6'7. What? No way. Johnny Walker's tall. Johnny, I got you on this one. Anyways, I'm going Jamal Hill. Six six. Um, Jesus, he's as tall as Francis and got him. <laughs> Holy shit! There's a picture of him standing next to Francis, and his hair makes him taller than Francis. It's a large person. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going Jamal Hill. Sam. Yeah, Jamal Hill. Is it? Is it Tiago Santos's? I think I'm. I think, I'm pretty sure it's Santa, Tiago Santos. The last couple of fights that he's been in have been the boringest fucking fights. Yes. Is that yeah. what I'm thinking of? Yes. His last one yeah, against Magomed Ankalaev, I was slow. Oh, yeah. 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 That was in March. Okay, so that was a main event on a fight night. How is he in a main event again? I don't know. Because his name carries a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so I, they do. They both face Johnny Walker. Jamal Hill knocked him out. Santos beat him in a, in a five round decision. I mean, if if we're talking but that's like, MMA math, yeah, like prime Tiago Santos though, the dude was an absolute monster. Oh like, yeah, he gave he gave John Jones a run for his money. Yeah, some oh, people still think what, he beat him. So. Isn't that fight what ruined him though, Santos? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because after that, yeah. it just kind of crashed. After because like didn't he have like a knee surgery or some shit like that after that fight? I don't remember the specifics Bahovic. of it. Yeah, he had a knee surgery, I think. He beat Bohovich, lost to Jones, then goes Teixeira loss, Rakic loss, beats Johnny Walker, loses to Ankle Live. Yeah, yeah, that last time. I mean, he's got a extender, but still. Yeah, I, I hit the bars rather than watching Tiago's remaining four rounds. I don't blame oh, yeah. I remember sitting in bed. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That fight was a snooze fest. Yeah, I went to go drink it instead. Yeah, um, so fuck that. All right, so that'll round out our main card picks. This is a very uh, off the cuff, very much use me last minute, last second prepped. It's not like yeah. we didn't have all week to do it. We just didn't do it. Podcast, <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of dumb on our part. Yeah, um, a lot of talk about dick and balls. Also, kind of busy. <laughs> I think we had more in-depth analysis about dick and balls this podcast than we did the actual card we're betting on. 100%. I think that's inaccurate. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Which sad. 
just switch the name of the podcast. We talk about penis. I'm going to name this podcast (laughs) (laughs) D&B. There we go. We have a title. Then there's the uh, there's the the, the picture that the the episode picture. Just a, a dick and balls. Jesus. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna do like a fucking Microsoft Paint picture of a dick a and balls. Don't do that. <laughs> Just a very veiny dick. All right. All right. <laughs> I can. Shooting I can blanks. have. Um, I can have someone draw it really nicely. No, you don't need. No, I don't need that. It that'd be better if it like, was just like super bad quality. No, you know what like, I'm gonna do? Like she's an artiste and will be able to draw a penis. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna say the penis is all gonna be made out of words, and all the words are gonna be making the walk. <laughs> or you've seen those pictures before, right? Yeah. Where like they make the art based off of the words within or, it. Or you make a penis out of smaller pictures of penises. <laughs> Just millions of pictures of penises. I don't think I want to be. I don't. I don't think I want that. Like a bunch of penis pictures saved on my, like computer. <laughs> Why not? You already have a bunch on there, dude. Yeah, I'll just. I'll just send you a bunch of mine. I okay. told you that with confidence. Chicks with dicks is not the same. <laughs> what? All right, we're, that... we're delving into totally different territory. Bob's here. listening to the podcast. Let's Fuck. not do that. Oh God. Oh, oh. Jesus. Oh my God. Okay. Do we have? Do we have anything else? I don't have an angry this one is just and I don't have a main card parlay. This one is just so freaking weird. Like, I don't even know. This might be the strangest podcast we've ever recorded. Uh, but we'll end it with Mike's least favorite segment. Ah, oh, fuck, yeah. Pull him up. Wait, is Mike going to do his main card? No, I don't have one. I, I, I did all the odds without the, uh, without the tough fights, and I don't like it. Is this the first week where we haven't done a Mike's okay. hard All rock right. hard? I'm gonna I'm gonna do one right now. Give me a second here. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna do one. Why not? I got some money in the bank. Look at you. Well, big brain. I mean, my betting account. <laughs> big bank guy. With I can't the, find the the screen time anyway. So seven hours and two bank. minutes. Oh shit! Nine hour and one minute. Nine hours. Alex, and one Alex, what'd you say on the Brogan Walker fight? Uh, I said Brogan Walker by decision. Okay, Brogan but Walker. she's also an underdog, so you can just hit her money line too. Okay, so before I before I say my number, let me preface this by saying I don't have auto lock on my screen. Neither so do I. I. So at times I'll set my alarm at night and just put the phone down and forget about it. Oh, so I from win. midnight. From midnight to seven in the morning today, my phone was on. So let me just say that. 14 hours and 53 minutes. Jeez. All right, hold on. I got a main card parlay. Uh, we're going Lipsky, Spivak, Walker, Pauga, Luke, and Jamal Hill. Uh, six picks. Let's see, odds are at plus 10 or plus 1,075, 10 to win 117.55. I like that one a lot, actually. That's not bad, actually. That's actually not terrible. That might be Alrighty. one of the more realistic yeah, main yeah. card parlays we've had <laughs> in a really long time. Yep, that's true. But it doesn't help that I made last week's high. Yeah. You made yeah. last week's while you were high. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I literally, 
got up during the podcast, took a hit of my pen, and sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> no better way to do it, Mike. I no, it was great. It. it was great. And then, but afterwards, I'm like, fuck, I have to get ready for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I didn't do that today. Uh, screen time, 9.44. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck. Nine minutes. I've lost three weeks nine. in a row now. You suck. Well, you lost to Augie, and Augie cheated. He did cheat. We don't count that. That's a fake win. Educating our youth. That's like a. That's like saying the the Tampa Bay Lightning won the 2020 Stanley Cup. Just doesn't. Count. That's like saying LeBron James won in the bubble. Yeah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh. All right, Alex. We got nothing else. Get us out of here. Thank yeah. you, everyone, for listening to this. What we consider a shit show of a podcast right now. Sometimes uh, they're the best. Sometimes they're the best episodes, though, and we love it. Uh, for real though, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we couldn't do this without you guys. Uh, we love your support and, uh, we couldn't ask for a better audience. Um, we also like to thank long drink for sponsoring us. Uh, they've been with us for, you know, a couple, well, a couple months now. Uh, we couldn't ask for a better sponsor. Go check them out at the longdrink.com. If you want to know any more about the information about them, uh, and, Go follow us on Twitter. Uh, it's making the walk underscores after each word. Okay. So just fucking follow us. All right. We just haven't gotten a lot of <laughs> followers right now. And I'm getting a little sad boy hours just tweeting to myself right now. Okay. All right. So please go follow us on Twitter if you're listening to this podcast. It's making underscore the underscore walk. Please. I'm begging of you. Anyways, I'm here with two of my best friends. One of them happens to be my brother, Andrew Lee and Mike Roche. Thank you very much for listening. Happy Friday. Happy Saturday. Happy UFC fight night. Happy betting. Happy betting. This is Mike Roche. Happy betting. (laughs) There's a fire starting in my heart. Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark. See you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out And I'll let your ship bay. See how I leave With every piece of you I can't help feeling we could